We apologize for the tardiness of this episode, but this episode was recorded on February 19th, 2021, live. We record every episode, Fridays at 7 p.m. Eastern. You can join us every Friday, betterondraft.tv, facebook.com forward slash betterondraft, twitch.tv forward slash bodpodcast, and YouTube.tv for, youtube.com forward slash betterondraft. You could go check out our sponsors, Tuna Liquor, over in Rochester Hills, just south of M59 on Rochester Road, and North Center Brewing over in Northville, Michigan, just south of Baseline Road. This news, we talked about the 10 best small-town beer scenes. If you would pay for a monthly or three-month subscription where you could get multiple crawlers of beer, and of course, the federal judge who wrote beer puns all over their Red Robin court case. Join us on our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, Better on Draft. Thank you so much for listening. Stay safe. We'll see you soon. All right. It is the news segment, February 19, 2021. My name is Ken. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Uh, no Robert today, so Wendy is going to be running the news. Yeah. But real quick, oh. let's go around and uh, see what everyone's drinking while Wendy's preparing. Uh, Nicholas, what are you drinking? Hey, I actually remember the mute button that time. Uh, <laughs> um, I got I refilled my 312 Goose Island, and because my brother-in-law did a beer dump on me, I'm drinking a Sam Adams Summer Ale, even though oh. it's winter. What's it, like two degrees there right now? Uh, last time I looked, it was like 26, but that was uh. like... Four hours ago, so it's probably in the single. We're having a heat now. wave. It's twenty six. It's twenty six. Twenty six. <laughs> hey, it's twenty six, and the freaking snow is melting on my driveway. No, it turned into ice me. for you. Yeah. Well, right. Dan, what are you drinking over there? I'm still working on the seltzer because I got a few of these. They're actually pretty damn good. <laughs> Dan's rocking the seltzer. Wendy, what are you drinking? Well, for flagship February, I thought I would go with a Buzzsaw IPA. Uh, from Arbor Brewing Company. Oh, look at that little one new of my, can. One of my favorite stories about Buzzsaw is that I was uh, pouring beer at a web one time, the year that they won Best in Show. And I don't think that the four hours that I poured, that tap ever closed. It was crazy. Wow. Uh, but this is a Troppy Tango Buzzsaw, so it's a little twist on their flagship. So I thought that was fun. Well, I am still rocking this parish brewing, uh, Sacred Islands. I've got this much left, which... <laughs> Get uh, to work. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going slow. Uh, I did hear myself at the end of the news uh, last week, and I was definitely um, talking slow. So I I want to make sure that I'm, I'm rocking through it and going... And you forward. wanted to finish that one, too. Uh, well, this this was uh, last week. I did the four Calibans, so this that was a few weeks ago that I finished. That was two weeks one. ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, Wendy, the news. What's going on? Talk to us. So um, there was a story that came out a couple days ago that caught my eye on a few different channels. Um, there is a lawsuit uh, that was brought against Red Robin uh, regarding their Stella Artois. Art- I can never say that. Artois. Right. Artois sales that's um, <laughs> been making the headlines. Um, the, the whole gist behind the lawsuit is that uh, people were expecting to get a 16 ounce pour, and the Stella glasses are actually 14 ounces. So oh, they were claiming <laughs> that Red Robin was promising them 16 ounces, they were getting 14. Um, they tried to file a class action lawsuit. 
And oh, uh, the federal judge, Jennifer A. Dorsey, um, actually ruled that the lawsuit would not meet the $5 million minimum um, that is required by the um, Class Action Fairness Act of 2005 and sent it back to the state courts. So my first question before I get into my favorite part of the story is, have you guys ever had an issue with something like that? Uh, I mean, the, the first thing that I could think of when it comes to beer references is... Uh, when they reference like imports and you see something that says like Killian's import. Yeah. Um, now if I recall pint while also being a measurement of 16 ounces, pint glass is not a 16 ounce glass. It is a style of glass. Um, because I remember, I don't, I don't remember if it was either Nick or Dan or even somebody else in uh, our social group, but going to Vegas and having the world's tallest pint glass, um, and it's the the pint glass is just a uh, a style of glass. So I'm guessing. Um, now I've seen the Stella glasses. I saw them at the Great Lakes Wine and Spirits Festival, I believe, something around there. Um, but uh, again, I think it's Stella glasses are not pint glasses, though, either. That, yeah, that's that's where like I'm, so, I'm ruining my own argument. I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm not sure if that would actually fly. Um, the judge actually did some numbers and figured out that um, the two ounces that they would have been missing based on the actual portion of sales that were Stella Artois Artois would be um, not enough to meet that minimum requirement. So she sent it back to the States. But the funniest part of it was the wording that she used in the thing to send it in her um, decision to send it back to the States. And I'm not, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but there were things like um, a previous remand motion took the fizz out of Red Robin's calculations. Uh, the restaurateur distills its numbers down. Uh, she encouraged temperance. She wrote that Red Robin tried to tap its past sales figures. Um, they could reach the CAFA required fill line. Um, and some of the chain's math was a strange brew. And that they did not address a stout numerical disparity. So um, because Red Robin's figures are mostly a foam and fail to satisfy CAFA's jurisdictional amount in controversy threshold, I grant the motion. So she sent it back to the states, but she did, um, I think it was like 13 puns in the decision, (laughs) which I think is fabulous. That's I mean, I, I, if, I, I'm guessing she wrote that. She obviously knows what she's talking about, and <laughs> I, I, I respect puns like that. Like I love when when something can be punny and funny and um a little extra uh when it comes to something very serious. Um, I've been definitely known to be very um off kilter when it comes to you're supposed to be serious and here i am about to make a joke about you know what's 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 the famous bare naked ladies quote i'm the kind of guy that laughs at a funeral uh yeah that's i mean i i don't know i i think it's just one of those um you're you're just trying to make a point, you know. If if you go to a brewery, not a brewery, but a bar, and they're pouring pints, and not necessarily short pouring you, but you know, I've been to B Dubs 
countless times and the garbage of way that they pour Guinness. Like I get short poured all the time and sooner or later you just accept it or don't order it. <laughs> I don't know what you guys think. I mean, I, I'm all ears for if you think it's, it's worth the, you know, two ounces. No, the only time no. I get mad is when they sell you a barrel aged beer in a smaller glass and a pint glass. It's like, come on, man, stop being stingy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's stingy as much as the ABV. They don't want you, you know, walking out there fucking half cocked. Um, <laughs> I went it cost to, them twice as much. I went to Townies last weekend, and they had a barrel-aged beer, and they're like, "Do you want it in sixteen or twenty ounce?" And I'm like, "Oh, excuse oh. me." Uh, yeah. Yes, uh, please. Well, what was funny uh, is yes. I said sixteen, and he goes, "Oh, that's our barrel age. We only serve that in 12. And I'm like, "All right." Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so, funny story about that. We uh, um, a couple of friends and I used to go to a certain pub in East Point, um, that did five dollar boombas. Oh, Jesus. and we could get a boomba of final absolution. For five dollars. Sounds like so, something that would happen at Augie's. <laughs> so twenty bucks, you would get two boombas of final absolution, you would tip your bartender ten dollars, and you were good for the whole night. <laughs> and we sounds... always had to check our receipts in the morning to make sure we paid our bill. Yeah, that that always reminds me of Fast Eddie's. Oh, fast oh that place. Oh, oh man. I don't I don't recall what it is now, but I remember getting J- nine, J- JP Shakers. Yeah, I was getting nine dollar pitchers of final absolution or ten dollar pitchers of final absolution over there. Oh, okay. You can do like the the high quality beers, which was like Sam Adams, Cherry, Guinness, and Final Abso, and you could get like the pitchers for ten bucks, and I'm like all right, beer math here in my head. I'm thinking, you know, <laughs> how much alcohol per ounce? Uh, you know, what I, when, when you're drinking on a budget, that stuff matters to me. Yeah, yes, fair enough. Is. Yeah, it does. If, if, if I ain't going to like a gathering place where it's you know buy one get one boombas, or I'm going to two dollar amp Michelob Ambers at uh, uh, Madison Club or two dollar <laughs> Bell's Ambers at Loon, like I'm I I used to be a fiscal drinker where I was drinking. St- well, smarter and harder. Um, <laughs> I, I was sorry. I was drinking harder, not smarter. There we go. That's a way to put that on. Um, uh, Wendy, what other news do we got? So uh, USA Today has a 10 best small town beer scene. There's actually a, um, a, a whole bunch of different categories that you can vote on. Uh, but Traverse City made it in the small town beer scene category. So I thought I would talk about that a little bit. Um you can vote until March 26th at USA Today. I'll put the link up on the site so that everybody can go and vote. Um, Avondale Estates in Georgia, Bar Harbor, Maine, Berlin, Maryland, Boone, North Carolina, Breckenridge, Colorado. Is that a small city, really? I guess so. I mean, I'm assuming there's a, a pop. It, it might be a tourist city, but it's maybe a small city. Okay. Decorah, Iowa. You know, I'm dying to go there. Derby, <laughs> Connecticut, Fredericks, Fredericksburg, Texas, Hamilton, New Jersey, Hood River, Oregon, Lake Placid, New York. I think they have a movie. Maple Shade, New Jersey, <laughs> Portsmouth, Portsmouth, 
Mouth. Port- I Port- can't Smith. talk anymore. Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Awesome town, by the Delaware. way. Delaware. Saratoga Springs, New York. Spearfish, South Dakota. Tallis, New Mexico. Tarpon Springs, Florida. Traverse City, Michigan. And Waitsfield, Vermont are in the running. So I'm just wondering if anybody has been to any of those towns. Uh, I was... Oh, go on, Nick. I was going to say, I've, I've been to Portsmouth, New Hampshire um, when my wife and I did our uh, last anniversary trip um, pre-COVID when we did New England and, and New York City. And that is a that is a pretty cool little old town. It is. It's it's pretty cool. They got they got some breweries down there. We went to one of them. Good food, good beer. It's 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 a pretty cool town. There's there for all the driving and traveling I did uh, between like Ohio, Indiana, Michigan, Illinois, and Wisconsin. The only place in there is Traverse City, so I I am not shocked that I haven't been to any of these cities. Uh, Breckenridge has less than five thousand population, so I'm guessing that's why it's a small town. Um, just so you know, but uh, I mean Traverse City makes sense. I think there's just so much to love about Traverse City. Um, and I think there's a lot to do outside of the city that really um, allows your Traverse City to be a good spot to where you can get out of the city and still, you know, get to wineries and cideries and casinos. And uh, you're on the water, so much water area over there on the couple peninsulas. So, um, I mean, if you're a, a vacationer, I think it's a hot spot. Well, it's definitely a list that has changed a little bit of my view. I have been to a couple places, Tarpon Springs in Florida and um, the Avondale Estates in Georgia. It actually has one of my favorite breweries in Georgia, Wild Heaven. We had a fantastic time there. Um, I got a tattoo a little ways away and we had the best Philly cheesesteak that we've ever had outside of Philadelphia at your grandma's basement or your mom's basement. Something along those lines, right down the street from Wild Heaven. I uh, yeah, uh, I I definitely am uh, adding some of these names to the list. I I feel like there's you could almost do this within the the state of Michigan too, and just create a handful of you know small little towns like St. Clair Shores or um, uh, Muskegon or uh, if if you're up in the UP, um, got Marquette. Like there's so many great places that you could have in nicer weather. Um, uh, great Michigan tourist um, times. Uh, I, what I would love is is a place you know. Get, give me some places with the best dive bars, like the best local watering holes where I can go and get my dollar fifty PBR because the guy I'm pulling up next to showed up at eleven a.m. because is you know he he walked there from his house and he has a running tab that gets paid every Friday by his kids. Uh, <laughs> those are the kinds of places that I I love finding when I'm traveling. So if you're if you're out and you're going around Michigan, you want to find some of those places. You know I'm I'm your who, who hosts diners, drive-ins, and dives guy fieri i'm your guy fieri for michigan bars for sure (laughs) um wendy let's get one more news article in all right so there is a brewery in knoxville tennessee that uh last week posted um inspired by their local csa programs i don't know if you know what that is it's a crop share type of thing it's a 
veggie thing that a lot of farms do where you can pay a certain amount of money and every week you get fresh fruits and vegetables. Um, Print Shop Beer Company in Knoxville, Tennessee has decided to put together a beer CSA program. Um, so for 13 weeks between April 3rd and June 26th, they are going to have a CSA program where you pay $350 and every week you get two crawlers of your choosing to help you branch out, a crawler or of their choosing to help you branch out, one crawler of your choosing for your favorite, um, a crawler tote bag, 10% off additional crawlers and merchandise, two tickets to a quarterly brewery tour and a brewer's flight, a shirt or hat of your choosing, and two pint glasses. My question is, to you guys, is this something that you would be interested in? I don't know if I could commit that long, especially because, you know, crawlers only have a certain life, like lifespan. It'd be um, three crawlers a week. Yeah, that's that's Ooh, three. Is that crawlers. too much to bring you, Ken? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes. Like, I I don't I still don't drink as much beer as I did when we started this show. Um, and when I do, it's on a special occasion, not weekly. Um, and that's yeah, that's that's definitely a, a little too much for me. If you could get me bottles or cans or something like that, like a six pack or something, may, yeah, I could I could hold on to that and throw it in the beer fridge and crack it open on the weekends. But you know, crawlers when when you're dealing with crawlers or growlers or howlers or prowlers or whatever owler that you have, um, yeah, for me that's that's a little too long. Thirteen weeks is too long. I'm just kind of curious as to what size the crowlers are, because if it's a I'm guessing they're thirty ounce crowler. I'm guessing they're thirty two ounce crowlers. Usually crowler, you know, industry standard when you say crowler is usually thirty two ounces. Standard, not always, but if if you told me you're giving me a crowler of beer, I'm expecting a thirty two ounce crowler can. So, are any of you? Would any of you be interested in some type of subscription service like that? It's a lot of beer. I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel the same way. 19, I got nineteen IPAs sitting around. the The answer <laughs> The answer is yes. Um, if one, I could choose at least a flavor profile. Um, so I'm not getting IPAs. Two, if there's a smaller version. Um, where it's maybe one in one and not two, one in one and not two in one. Um, cause I mean like the additional crowlers and merchandise and stuff like that's, I, I don't need that shirt and hat, like the, the pint glasses. I mean, I don't, I don't need more glasses, glassware. So, I mean, if, the, if there was a, a smaller, like a, an amateur version, I'd probably be in <laughs> or a shorter version, a half, a half season. Half right. season. <laughs> so, can I get a six and a half week membership? Because that'd probably be good. I, I'd re- I'd renew it every thirteen weeks. But if you gave me like you know six and a half on, six and a half off, it'd be better. Um, I I mean with Michigan, I'd be curious how they get like the deliverables um, to these people if we could pull it off here in the state. I think you would have to go and pick it up. I don't think that. I mean, if you have an aggregator getting all the stuff, like one person go like uh, eight degrees or Zatuna liquor over in Rochester Hills does it or, um, you know, Kevin over at North uh, North Center Brewing's like, you know, hey, I'll I'll bring everything here and then, you know, distribute it out. 
those are the kinds of things that would make a little more sense. But at that point, like those places are far away. So I'd need to have somewhere closer, like cultivate or, uh, um, Stony Creek or Nick's or. I yeah. think it would work for something closer to you. You know, if you're not in the beer wasteland. Yeah. I don't think I'd go out like of my way to pub, do it. Yeah. I, think I don't think that would be a good thing. I don't think I'd go out of my way to do it, but if, you know, a, a local bar or brewery, hosted it i'd be okay i'd be more maybe more inclined all right i have one more i know you said just one more but just real quick one i just want to bring up um so Pliny the younger was released uh what two weeks ago a week ago something like that all right um it was the first time they've ever sold it online and did not do a brewery only release and you could only ship it to a home in california um, I don't know if anybody, did anybody else try to get any? I don't know anybody personally that lives in California that would do this. <laughs> I just wondered if anybody else, cause you know that this is one of my, uh, whales and I've been trying to go to get Pliny the Younger in California for like the last three years. Um, so I took this as my opportunity and I reached out to every family member and friend that I knew in the area or that might know somebody in California. And we had four of us trying to get Pliny the Younger. Uh, it was a hundred, almost a hundred dollars for the box. Oh my and God. you got four Pliny the Youngers yep. out of the 12 pack. If, and, if I recall correctly, they were talking about the, the amount of people that were on the website and how, how many people were on the website versus how many like beers that they had available. Like I th- <laughs> it, it was almost like one available purchase for every 50 people on the website. Wow. Yeah. It was like, ridiculous. Yeah. There, there is, there is no way you were going to be able to do it unless you got lucky. And so therefore you've got 49 out of every 50 people pissed off. Cause they so were... I had, I had four people trying to get a case of the mixed case with Piney the Younger, and one of us was able to get it. My box was in my cart at eight oh two. At eight oh seven, I got a message saying that. Uh, at eight oh two, they told me I was in line to purchase. At eight oh seven, they were like, "Sorry, we're sold out." Dang. It was literally sold out within five minutes. And four of us out of four, we had one person get it. Yeah, there are with with the advent of online purchases, tickets and shows and stuff, um, there's going to be a a need of some new software, some new customer, some new program uh, to deal with these um, because it happens nearly every I, I don't know if if you Nick or Dan try to buy anything online that are like tickets for a show um, and I'm not talking like Ticketmaster I'm talking like just some random website that you've gone to uh, like for me like I go to QuakeCon every year um, and for the the major tickets especially there was one year um, where there was 50 tickets for the very expensive seats um, at QuakeCon and there was like 1500 people trying to get it um so there there's only so much you could do you're always going to be upset but i think there's there is definitely a a place for a new program a new software to come out to um aggregate these types of releases so that you can sell a ticket a lot easier because again a lot of people are getting into that oh i put the thing in my cart but i couldn't buy it 
Um, you know, that's been happening for the PlayStation 5s for the past handful the of months. The Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> 3080s, 3070s, you know, graphics cards. These things are happening, and, you know, people are just – there's only so much that you can do and so much that you can try um, – that you get it into your cart and you're like, oh, well, I have it in my cart. And you think, well, well, I've taken one out of the quantity, but you haven't. So it's, I don't know. There's only so much that you can do. But again, I think, you know, may, maybe that's what I need to do with my life is I need to create that software. And <laughs> there you go. I mean, right? I easily overnight billionaire, billionaire, millionaire, at least <laughs> if you, if you could create a good version of that software, you are good to go. Um, that's going to do it. The news segment. Uh, we are off as better on draft next week. Um, we are going to be hosting a special show uh, with the Bruce brothers. Um, so Rob is going to be hosting that show. I'll just be here engineering in the background uh, looking pretty, but you can't see because my camera will be off. Um, <laughs> but they'll be talking about, uh, you know, uh, how, what, what they are doing within uh, black people in the industry uh, to get more black people of our people of color into the industry um we've been talking about this for years um and trying to figure out entries and try to eliminate barriers um you know the the birdie brown scholarship uh over at fermenta there are a lot of things that people are doing um but that doesn't mean you can't do more so that is what we are going to do next week uh we will be back with better on draft in two weeks don't know who the guest is yet but we'll figure it out um that's going to do it the better on draft podcast stay tuned king of the hill your reigning champion, Nicholas, Dang. is going to be uh, putting up his uh, his crown to see if he wins. Guys, you can only see King of the Hill on Instagram TV. That's better on draft on Instagram. Uh, unless you're watching it live, 7 p.m. Eastern Fridays, every single Friday except for next week. Uh, maybe I'll do a fun <laughs> King and I'll host a King of the Hill for them. Um but that's going to do a better on draft podcast. The news, February 19th. Say, thank you so much, Wendy, for stepping up and hosting it. And no matter what you think of your we think it's better on draft. Have a good night. Peace.